Hello, and welcome to Down to Talk. I'm Andre. I'm 2020. <laughs> Failed already. I'm 37 years old. I was born and raised in Russia, Moscow. Eight years ago, I moved to Asia. I'm a software developer and engineering manager. I'm working in fintech startup here in Singapore. And I'm Carla. I'm a Filipina expat in Singapore. Been here for about a year and a half. I'm a lawyer in my late 30s. And shall we share this podcast origin story, Andre? Sure. Well, we just met at the time and got into talking how we're both keen to try ourselves in podcasting and figured we could start a podcast on getting to know each other and how our relationship is evolving. We can hit two goals in one go, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, I want it to be one of the ways I learned that love or intimacy could be more deliberate and actionable, and that is by doing a lot of reciprocal, gradual, and meaningful self-disclosures as an exercise in vulnerability. I personally am inspired by the by the Arthur Aaron study of creating love in the lab. Oh, it's weird. Well, well we're not in the lab, but I like how the study assumes that love is an action. I told Andre that regardless of the trajectory this relationship goes, it would make a good story and hopefully a listenable podcast. Hopefully something that demonstrates that even in this modern, consumerist dating era, it means something to be deliberate about knowing someone and how it could be a story of what it truly means to be known. I actually had been single for almost three and a half years and found that it was because it had been increasingly difficult to find a guy who's down to talk. They may be down to fuck down for whatever, but hardly ever down to talk. But Andre, I think, is down to talk, so here we are. How about you, Andre? Yeah, well, I'm not familiar with Arthur Aron's work, but I do believe that love is not just a spark in hormones. You may say that I, I don't believe in love at first sight in general. Same. I believe mm -hmm. that love is a deeper mutual understanding and respect that could be and must be earned through work. It doesn't have to be hard work though, but it should be consistent. And the key is communication, I think. So here we are. Another purpose of this podcast is documenting our journey in general, which I'm sure will be fun to listen in five, 10 or 15 years. Maybe our kids may listen, who knows? Or maybe only we would listen and you know, hopefully get a couple of giggles from it. And along the way, it could be helpful to someone else. So you guys can learn from our mistakes. Awesome. So for today's episode, it's called Just Matched. And as you may guess already from the episode title, we've matched in the dating app. That's right. So let's start from the beginning. Full disclosure, this is our second attempt to record this first episode. The first attempt was deemed unsuccessful due to none of us knowing how to approach podcasting. So it became a bit of a messy banter about everything in the world with a lot of sparkly giggling from Carla and my non-emotional speaking that may let you feel that I don't want to be here. But that's not true. I really want to be okay, here. Good. <laughs> so Carla, do you want to share how we matched and what our first impressions were? Sure. Well, Andre was one of the few guys who liked the portion of my profile that's not one of the pictures. Certainly not one of the bikini pictures, which is a more common liked photo. 
that's always a good sign. The dude reads and is hopefully not shallow. Of course, I found his photos attractive and there were no major red flags in the profile. Some potential for incompatibility, but nothing that will send me running away right away. I even thought it was brave of him to put strong opinions on things like religion, but it was balanced out by a very cute post of his cats cuddling, captioned, This could be us. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that all my traps worked exactly as I planned. For guys listening to this, if you have cats or dogs, put it in your profile. Works every time. Okay, so first thing that caught my eye in your profile is that you're extremely cute, of course. That's a kind of a, a given in, in a online dating. Second thing was your unusual skill section, which was speed typing, which 100 stated 100 words per minute. Might or uh, might not be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we not reached to that. We tried it one time. So far, it's not proven. But yeah, we will <laughs> we'll check it again. And the second one was rapping. It was saying that you can do, I don't know, is it WAP or AWP by, by Carla B from start to finish. I was super excited about it, speed typing. And, and the fact that it's <laughs> mentioned there told me that you have a geeky side, which I love. Rapping fact told me that you are into rap, of course, which I also occasionally enjoy. But the most important that you are not a prude because the WAP includes lyrics. If you're not familiar, bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. <laughs> so, so that cute little face and the wild personality part is incredibly attractive for me. So I was sold uh, kind of from the first swipe, if you may. So I left a comment on your unusual skills section, something along the lines that this is actually exactly what I'm looking for in a woman. It took you two days to match. Then we immediately agreed on that date, right? We did. And I like that you asked right away and I promptly responded with the proposed schedule because texting with strangers does not really work for me. I like texting when I already know them or like them. So there was also barely any chatting before our first date as we were both quite slammed at work and both are fine, fine with it without drama. So again, a good sign. Then time for the first date. How did it go for you and what were your first impressions and what was good, perhaps questionable and what surprised you? Oh, sure. Uh, let's go into that. So overall, it was a great first date. I think we are agree on that. You were very pretty and classy from the first sight. Of course, you, you were a little bit late, which is like oh. always charming. I was a bit worried that you would act overconfident or, or something like that because you seem like very classy. You were a bit nervous from the start, but then when we start talking, it was very natural. So the first green flag was that, there, that you are not a vegan or don't have like food restrictions. I'm not like a, a vegan, anti-vegan or something. I don't have a prejudice about that. But it's kind of sure telling me that I'm talking to a real person and not a bunch of trends and cliches. We've talked about random stuff and you've mentioned that you have some ongoing nicotine addiction and in general, a bit of an addictive personality. 
It was very refreshing for me so that you are not afraid of opening up about your weaknesses and not over idealizing yourself. Yeah, so I, I loved that. I liked you very much from the start and I saw that the feeling was perhaps mutual because after the dinner we went for more drinks. We clearly didn't want to go home, but we made a right call about this. I'm proud of us here. <laughs> it was hard, but yeah, we did it. The questionable part for me was that you are religious. We for sure should have a serious discussion about it in one of the future episodes. So let's not go deep into this right now. So what about you? First impressions? What was good? Questionable? What surprises? Yeah. Okay. Well, first, definitely we we have to have a separate discussion on the deeper things like religion. We've had hours of unrecorded discussions on this where I explained I identify as spiritual rather than religious, even if that spirituality is rooted in Christianity. Practicing Christian, you said. I'll be at quite unconventionally. So yeah, in later episodes. <laughs> About the date now for me, I had no expectations, but my bare minimum is that the guy look exactly like his profile pictures. Doesn't happen all the time. So of course, I was relieved that you did. Since you notice the physical attributes first, I'd have to say great hair, kind eyes, great white smile. I like the style, which reminded me of this line from a Jewel song. He was fashionably sensitive, but too cool to care. Oh. <laughs> I'm a bit of a sucker for tattoos and you had one. What else did I like? It was the pace of the conversation. Starting out innocuously over what we're doing in Singapore, our jobs. Gradually evolved into talking a little bit about our past histories, the pandemic experience. Then we were sharing risque jokes and laughing. I felt very relaxed. We even went to a second venue, like you already shared. And then I realized it's been four and a half hours and almost 1 a.m., so time to go. What surprised me about him is that he was funny. His profile struck me as he could be very serious, potentially boring guy. But he was not. <laughs> he was very interesting. He even tried doing stand-up as he shared or improv. And he's a whiskey ice geek. Lol. <laughs> What was questionable? I think it was that you were married quite young and got divorced fairly young too. I have some trauma with the divorced guys, so maybe that took me aback, although I did not show it. You also hinted at during the first date and was revealed clearly later on that you're a self-proclaimed serial monogamist. That, of course, is neither good nor bad, but it made me go. Okay, yeah, I'm, I have a mixed feelings about this. So first I'm, I have like butterflies in my stomach about like, oh, how good looking I am, like the classy and whatnot. So they, thank you for that. Yeah, let's not go into the good or bad serial monogamist and the stuff. I think we'll talk it through later. But yeah, all in all, successful date. I think, and after the date, I think you texted me right from the cab. That was a very good sign for me. So yeah, it went well. And when did you knew you wanted to go on another date? Well, I knew when we ended the night that I definitely wanted to go on a second date and hope he'd, you'd say the same <laughs> since our date. Well, since our date was quite friendly and I wasn't sure, I've had long, enjoyable dates where me and the guy in the end decided that the vibe was nothing more than friendly even if it was a really good date 
So our date was very friendly and didn't have much of a romantic or intense vibe. No googly eyes or any touching. I was still very guarded. And I also wasn't sure whether you liked me. So I was relieved when you texted when I got home and said something like, you're amazing and want to see you soon, as soon as possible. So a smile crept across my face. I felt the same. I told you I, that could be arranged because I didn't want to leave yet, but had to. And another important thing for me, by the way, I think prompt and honest feedback is important. If the date went well and you'd like to see each other again, say so as early as possible. If not, also say so. Yeah. So to wrap up the just matched episode, shall we alternate sharing something we consider a positive characteristic of each other? Taking turns with a total of five items. This is actually a part of the Arthur Aaron exercise. Should I go first? Yes, please. Okay, one. You have a super strong work ethic and I think you're incredibly intelligent. So that was two. Sorry, that's cheating. <laughs> but in your favor. <laughs> okay. Yes, I was actually thinking about intelligence as well. That's very important. You are listening for arguments and so the discussion is always fun in general and also randomly throwing names that I don't know, a philosopher and whatnot, which I appreciate a lot. Aww. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, two. What I liked, which is actually quite rare in this modern dating age, you are very forthcoming with your intentions and there are no guessing games with you. So... It make it allows me to feel emotionally safe. Yay to me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I I don't know, I don't know. I will just repeat all the points that you say. Cheating! <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I I also want to mention communication. So you you seem to communicate quite straightforward, and you are. And that's very refreshing and I would say more of a must to me because I am bad at reading, you know, signs and whatnot and I end up being inconsiderable jerk so sometimes. So yeah, I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, I'm glad you see that as a positive. <laughs> Didn't always happen like that. Okay, three. I think you have a very secure attachment style. So I don't think I will ever have to worry about limiting myself just to make you feel great or more like a man or whatnot. So I find you to be just the totally secure, solid in who you are kind of person. And that's that's not very common, I think. Yeah. Okay. That's great to great to hear. I like th that you uh, <clears throat> want to kind of, um, uh, that you are ambitious. And that's incredibly attractive to me. So in general, when person have um, the passions about whatever, it could be work or it could be hobby, it could be something else, right? So that's a great quality to, to me in a partner, in you specific. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am the partner. <laughs> Okay, I, this one's pretty straightforward. Fourth, I find you extremely attractive physically. <laughs> Not shallow, but like, you know, kind of necessary, right? So yeah, you know, here, hands, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you're handsome. <laughs> shut you're up. Handsome. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> No, yeah, but physicality is important, I guess. And what I kind of, yeah, less global trait that attracts me also is that you kind of concern, I don't know, it's not concerning, but you take care of yourself, take care of your health. And that's, I think, important. That's important baseline for me in general. And I value that. A lot in you also. I agree. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, same. I find the same about you. Okay. Last but not the least, you do a lot of sweet things, especially when we're together. So that sometimes I wonder if it comes really effortlessly because it seems like that, that you're just kind and nice and all. And that leaves me with a lot of warm, fuzzy things to look back on even when we're not together. Oh, that's yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some some of most of them come come effortlessly. Effortlessly, some of them I want to include, so I I may be thinking about it. Okay, well, the fifth one. That's I don't have the fifth one. You have in in incredibly um, sparkly laugh in jail, so it kind of cracks me up. <laughs> I don't know. It's very, very attractive. So I want to hear it like all, all the time. Oh. My favorite things. Oh, that's nice. Well, I'm glad we engaged in this exercise and I hope you found it tolerable <laughs> to say the least. And that's all the time we have for today, I think. That's all the time. <laughs> We have to for today. In the next week's episode, we will be talking about relationship deal makers, where we will talk about what we believe are the deal makers. <laughs> it's my idea, obviously. <laughs> in a in a healthy relationship, I no, I I'm okay with it <clears throat> with a, with the title. Clear throat. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's very important topic. I think what's what works and what's not. I, I think deal breakers will also be there, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, that's then. how we roll. <laughs> then yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, talk to you next week. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.